There now follows a podcast from the Damien Jen World Service, here in London, as part of their Not Just Crew Destination Unknown season. This audio production has been produced in association with Air Support International Airways. If you were to join aviation and you do it six months, then you could just leave and you'd move on. But I think after that, I think aviation is kind of, don't really want to go deep and start talking like sex in the city, but... Well, hello and a, a very warm welcome to a another episode of uh, Not Just Crew. Well, today we'll be speaking to uh, Stephen Elwood, who used to be a, a long-haul cabin crew member for a, a major carrier. Well, he later went on to work in air traffic control at Britain's uh, first uh, digital control tower at Cranfield. And if that wasn't hard enough, he also welcomes private jets and their occupants to the UK. And that in itself is uh, quite a uh, story. Well, I found this uh, episode uh, really fascinating as uh, when Stephen left employment as cabin crew, he had no idea of what could be achieved. And not knowing your next uh, career move is one of the uh, major worries of most cabin crew. I don't think they uh, really appreciate how far they can actually go when they put their minds to it and sometimes uh, settle for uh, second best. Whereas you were here, Stephen had uh, no formal qualifications for this. Well, Stephen has a a great sense of humour and it would be great if uh, Stephen could come back on this show uh, one day. But if you would like to uh, watch the uh, visual uh, version of uh, Not Just Crew, uh, please go to our YouTube channel. Well, as always, please leave a, a review of the show with your uh, podcast provider and please give us a, a star rating. Well, this really helps us in the uh, planning of uh, future episodes. Well, in the meantime, uh, just sit back and enjoy Not Just Crew. Good evening. It's 7 o'clock, Monday, 7pm, and we are Not Just Crew. Well, joining me tonight are my uh, usual uh, guests. We have uh, Simon Costello, uh, clinical assistant for the NHS. We have Alex Chisnell, entrepreneurial podcaster. Ali Murphy, award-winning voiceover actor. And our special guest tonight is uh, Stephen <laughs> Elwood, who went from a long-haul cabin crew member uh, to become uh, air traffic control at Cranfield, Britain's first digital airfield. So a very warm welcome uh, to you all. Um, Hello, everyone. Hello. Also, a massive Hello. warm welcome to all our new uh, members uh, today. I think we've had over 300 new members, so a welcome to you all. If you haven't tuned in before, um, what we try to do is lift everyone's spirits. We haven't always got all the answers, um, but we know in this difficult time it can be quite lonely, and it's just so uh, we can all be uh, together just for this uh, one hour. Anyway, uh, my special guest tonight, as we've already said, is uh, Stephen. Um He's got quite a, uh, a story. But before we start, Stephen, how would our viewers know you? Because I know, uh, especially our EasyJet viewers, that how, how would oh, they know I you? Because I know the answer to this already. So, <laughs> Trevor, I, I, I knew you would bring this up. I'm already <laughs> blushing. Um, well, my aviation career started in 1998, and I worked for Reed Aviation at Luton Airport, and... Uh, LWT at the time, which is now ITV, they actually asked me um, if they could film me a little bit and it somehow went off really well and they did a full series on me on airline um, <laughs> I still, <laughs> no um, and it is st- it, it's still shown on um, a 
I think Sky Channels now, it's all over YouTube and, and, and every now and again people do say they recognise my voice um, rather than my face because it has got a lot fatter and a lot older. Um, and that's <laughs> where, <Adam> Wheel. <laughs> yeah, and that's where my aviation no. career started no. many, many years ago. Not you, Simon, no, you're still very young. Uh, thank you. Very trim. Ask Alex. So, so Steve, what, so what you're saying that they, they can find you on YouTube if they search? Uh, what would be the key, <laughs> key words? EasyJet or Stephen Elwood or or um, it Class would be, from the uh, Past? Airline Series <laughs> Seven, Stephen Elwood, episodes one to eight. <laughs> Not that I keep looking. <laughs> oh, okay. Checking <laughs> <laughs> out the comments. How many views would you say you've uh, had up to now on YouTube? Because I know you never look. Uh, but I'm sure you might know somebody who has. <laughs> How many views? Yeah. That, I, I certainly don't know, but I yeah. do know that. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Go on, Trev. Think, Go on, um, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so, Steve. It's in the millions. Sorry. It's in the millions. Very nice. So, listen, what, what, what we generally do is, um, obviously, people have been long-haul uh, airlines. Uh, how did you literally first get into the industry? You've mentioned that, but... While you were working there, did you did you want to be cabin crew? How, how did that all come about? I, I did want to become cabin crew because um, it, it, I, I when I worked on the ground, I got interested in in crew and I uh, started dating a crew member, and it made me think I want to get into being a flight attendant. And I started working for a company. And for any of you young viewers, um, there was an airline called JMC Airlines, which was like a baby. Oh yeah, of I remember Cook. that. And yeah, so they I had was, green. Was it the green? Yeah, it was, was it the green. We wore like a silver, like tinfoil <laughs> coat with like this awful green uniform, and I did two seasons. Yeah, it, it was it was horrific. <laughs> it was horrific. But um, the money, I would even say, the money back then in 1999 when I started flying is even better than it was for crew who were flying today. Uh, times changed and you, yeah. you'd, you'd make a killing out of wages and so I did two seasons with them and someone encouraged me they said apply to go and work for an airline doing long haul I said there's no way I'll get into that company no way and I did it at the interview and I, I got in and then 14 years later so that's where I was until I had to leave yeah, and so, and so what? Um, so four, fourteen years, you were obviously there for uh, uh, quite quite a long time. At at that time, you sort of already, already touched on it. But um, what what did you enjoy uh, about about the job then? Food, um, flying, <laughs> flying yeah. clearly, clearly food and, and, and alcohol. <laughs> I, I think part of the job of becoming long haul crew is learning how to drink alcohol and eat food which your body would never ever be able to accept in any normal living society. Because if you ate some of the stuff that you ate in, say, Nigeria or Kenya, or for example, you get those jalapeno poppers on board. You get. <laughs> I remember those. I remember, I remember those. Man. I'm still living through. <laughs> those those were lovely things. Um, but the thing I, I honestly loved the most about flying um, was seeing culture around the world. Um, mm. The people who I met, I've met all of you guys uh, previously on flights. Uh, Trevor, we've been to Nigeria probably more times than we've met in England, for example. Simon, <laughs> we've met in California. Alex, forgive me, I can't remember. <laughs> and so far. But, we did fly, yeah. Um, the, the culture that um, I, I, I adored, like when you worked a flight to Japan and 
going out so jet lagged and exhausted to going and trying to learn culture and the Nigerian culture and even simply just going to America, learning their cultures, what is mm -hmm. offensive or respectful. And that's what I loved. And then you, you, you'd be on a plane and you'd work with the same crew over and over and you would build a bond with that person. You'd know how to work with them and you knew you could lean on them. And that's what I did love about being when you're stuck on a 13 hour flight from Hong Kong back to England, you knew who you could go to when you're feeling tired and exhausted. And, you know, yes. everyone on a nightlight has that wobble and you knew the people you could go to. And that's what I did love about long haul flying. It, that's what made it really enjoyable which i'd still miss to this day Good lad. Yeah, so, yeah so what was the um what was the sort of fi final score did you just get bo bored with the job had, had conditions changed there, there was there was numerous things trevor um in it which included how um the way the airline was going and 14 years after i joined it, it changed tremendously to where you could be really boisterous and, and have so much fun at work, but then you were being told to, to kind of quieten down and all of the beautiful little like touches that an airline would put on an aircraft, like an amenity kit, for example, they changed and became a lower standard product, which I understand airlines and every business has to do, but I think those little things made our airline quite important. And I just kind of thought it wasn't for me and and then when my role became redundant they offered us the two-year pay deal before the wages was dropped so yeah do you know what I stuck around for that two years waiting thinking I'll I'll get all of that extra money but then when it did come to an end like the larger pay rise that wasn't the final straw I just knew in myself that I'd done my time with that airline it, it wasn't that I hated the airline or I wasn't on bad terms with the airline, but I just knew I'd done my bit for them. If that makes some sort of sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was just, I was just uh, wondering. Um, our other guests here, whether their experience was the same, and also anyone watching, because I know we've got many, many different airlines. Has your job? Uh, send your questions into sort of uh, Ali or Alex. Uh, just, just let us know. Has your job changed since you uh, actually first joined the airlines? And also, if you message in, please just let us know what airline uh, you work for. It'd be interesting to see. Um, uh, and be honest, see there. if you've Googled me and watched me on YouTube. Uh, and let us know <laughs> if you've actually Googled Steve, or if you haven't done so already, will. will, will Steve, you Steve, is your is one of your episodes? Angry airline passenger tries to take cat on plane. <laughs> 2.1 no, million views, no. mate. Oh, it's if easy to get as the, well. If you look at the one where um, it's uh, like myself, where someone tries to smuggle some tortoises onto an aeroplane, that was my episode. Oh, <laughs> I'm close. I was close. Was that, that was with one. Michelle? Was that with Michelle? <laughs> Michelle? Did you get it? Michelle. Oh, no. It's a Trev joke. <laughs> I got it in before Trev. No, sure <laughs> not. You're, you're, probably, Trev, like we, to be fair, like Simon and I would have left literally just as it was changed, like 2009. Mm. You know, that's when I just, you know, when it, 
when you guys were still there after we'd gone, that's when they just started cutting crew positions, wasn't it? And that's when I just thought, I just can't do that. Yeah. 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 I I think, Ellie, I think you had the same experience. That's one of the reasons Uh, why you... Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, yeah, I kind of hung around a bit too long, probably, because I was starting to get all bitter and that you don't want to be that person on board who's who's miserable. But yeah, they started. And then then I was was a cabin service supervisor. And when they said that I'd start to have to go on a cart, I thought, oh, no. (laughs) Can't do that again. I'm out of here. Like hide in the game. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. you're yeah. yeah. Remember the days when there used to be like 17 crew on board, and you do the duty free service yeah. dressed in a bloody bikini from the duty free, like going down the aisle on top of the oh, car. Yeah. And I now, love that. I, I would like to have seen that. <laughs> What? Sorry, I, I want to see that. that. <laughs> That'd be quite, oh, oh my god! Uh, no, I, I never saw that. <laughs> wow. So Stephen, like, so what? When you were when you were kind of getting to this point where you were getting a bit, you know, this isn't for me anymore. Were you thinking about what you wanted to do next? Did you have any idea? What 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 brought you to your next step? Honestly, I was absolutely lost as to what mm. I should do because I didn't know what to do. I knew that I wanted to still, and, and, I, and I honestly mean it when I say it, because I, when I flew, I honestly cared for people. And mm. when I left flying, I wanted to do something where I would be able to still carry on caring for people. And I didn't honestly know, hand on heart, I didn't know where or what I wanted to do. I even applied to go and work as a gatesman on the motorway where they're doing all the constructions just because oh, wow. yeah. I thought I need I need to stop flying it's now um, yeah I didn't get the job it was 10 pound an hour as well wow. <laughs> but, um, danger money it, it, it wouldn't yeah. have been for me because <laughs> I, I couldn't look after anybody and that's where I am now with where I am in this brilliant amazing career that I've got now but I am missing people like, so we've did all you... got friends I'm oh, sorry Trevor yeah no I was gonna say did you um did you when you left your airline, did you already have another job to go to or did you apply for for another job before you actually left? I was looking on, um, I don't know if we're allowed to say, yeah. streaming sites like aviation jobs or uh, just jobs in general. Um, I don't want to say the name in case you get sued. Um, but um, there was a job search company and I went onto it and the, I was in Hong Kong at the time and it was my favourite place and I'm really good with numbers. And I remember I went to Hong Kong 78 times in my flying wow. career. Wow. And I've even got Hong Kong tattooed on my back in Cantonese. It probably doesn't say Hong Kong. <laughs> I was going right? to say, Ebenezer Stab. Have you spell checked that? It doesn't say Simon was here, does it? <laughs> <laughs> but that one's a uh, little bit lower down my back. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You got a that one's not going on, on iTunes. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> yeah, the teeth marks are still there. Um, <laughs> so I was, uh, moving on. <laughs> so, while, while, while I was in Hong Kong, I did see this job for a private jet company uh, to be a, a rep for them. And I thought, Do you know what, I'm just going to apply for it. And again, I thought with my aviation background oh i keep thinking about that tattoo now simon <laughs> so i applied for this role thinking i i won't get it but um i was invited in i had to go for three interviews no excuse me two interviews with them 
And I, that's when I moved into the private aviation sector, which I, with all my years of knowledge of aviation from being that checking guy at Luton to flying, when I moved into private aviation, my eyes were opened. I thought I knew a lot about aviation, but then private aviation is complete, completely, completely different. It is, it's quite shocking. Not shocking in security was bad or the industry was bad, but how different from getting on your little 747 for your five night Vegas was to looking after a president with mm. how rules and regulations were very different. I think it's a career I think a lot of our viewers will be really interested in thinking about um, for yeah. the future as well. So what, what were the, the pros and cons? Like what was the best thing about working and what was the, the worst thing about working in the private sector? Uh, oh, in private, my goodness. The best part, oh gosh, um, I have to be professional. No, honestly, right, taking the job side out of it and the perk of the job was the tips was ri ridiculously, wow. ridiculously stupid. Like in one year, I saved £5,000 in tips alone. Wow. In one year, just tips, plus your basic <laughs> wage. Um, certainly, um, there's a saying where you should never meet your idols. Mm. And yeah. I've never, yeah. never believed that. And and even like with the airline that I used to work for, and I met Pam Randerson, and I used to fancy her as a kid. I, I, what, what? And then I met her, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, she's still lovely. But then when I've met some really A-list celebrities from all around the world and all sorts of industries, one of them I wish I never met because it really shattered the illusion of what that person is. And I, I, I was very shocked, really, to... to... Well, well let's, not, let's not talk about Philip Schofield. Right, because <laughs> we, we know you were the re you were you were the reason for a coming out publicly. <laughs> I used to be Gordon the Gopher. <laughs> I bet you were. Uh, he had some teeth on him as well. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> oh, I love it. I would, yeah, I bet they get on these planes. These people, don't they? And they completely drop their guards. They drop that. You know, they, 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 especially the entitled ones. I guess they get on board and just think, "Oh, I can be yes. who I want to be now." You get me a drink and stuff like that. Do you, do you no. see the bad side of people there? Oh yes. Um, <laughs> Um, like the guy um, who invented Skype, for example. I thought Mr. that Skype. I wore cheap clothes. Yeah, he invented Skype. Yeah, Mr. And Skype. I've, I've looked after him <laughs> and I thought I wore quite cheap clothes. I thought yeah. it was like <laughs> Stigger the Dump or Wurzel Gummidge getting off this plane. I was like, look at the state wow. of you. <laughs> but one of the most genuinely kind, like down to earth people. And then when you meet someone who's got platinum album after platinum album after platinum album who refuses to speak to you who turns to her husband and says tell him there's my passport or tell him i want this yeah. and tell him i want that and i just yeah. think it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done your mother has taught everyone to be respectful yes. that's what i yeah. mean yeah and this I agree, individual Sorry, yeah, I, I totally agree no i've had exactly the same experience with certain celebrities on board where, like, inside, you're holding it in so much not to actually speak your mind, because you've got to be professional. You're acting on behalf of the company you're working for. But inside, you're raging so much. It's like, who the hell do you think you are? Talk mm -hmm. to me, my, for God's sake. My, look at, look my at my me. Problem. Talk to me. All I'm doing is asking what you want. 
who the hell do you think you are? You know what I mean? But like, you know, Simon, you're, you're clearly more professional than me because I kind yeah. of didn't do what you did. <laughs> I know, I did um, hear. That way you stopped hear. working. <laughs> There yeah. is a certain word, which is probably the most offensive word in the yep. British or worldwide language. Yeah. And I said to this certain singer um, who has lots of followers and she's had lots of single ladies around the world, shall we yeah. say. And I <laughs> said, there's no clues of who it was. And I mm -hmm. said the F word and the C word to her. And I, -word. Said, I refused to work with her again. Oh, my God. So, what yeah. did she do? What, what was the reaction? What was the reaction? Yeah, foul, bitter, evil, just bitter. It's like, yeah, we're all tired. We're all yeah. we're all working in a career that we choose to do, and you're trying to be professional to somebody. Like, Hello, good morning. How are you? How was your flight? Welcome. Looking yeah. after them. Mm. Tell him I do not want to go in there. Tell him I am not giving him my passport. I I'm stood literally within a meter away when we were allowed to be that close. And, yeah. and just the rudeness of it all. And it made me think, my 99 pence off iTunes got you where to where you are while you're sitting <laughs> on your private jet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, man. It's and terrible, it, it, isn't it? It, it, it was. There's it, yeah. reasons for it. You met it, some of the most amazing ones as well, where, like, um, a gentleman who was in a boy band, shall we say, from the 60s, and little creatures what scurry around the floor. I'm not allowed to say the name, but you can all guess, right? You're all Correct. Like, oh, what? Right? It begins with a letter B. Um, uh... I, I met him, and he is one of the most gentlest, loving, kindest, most respectful people that you could work with. And a man who was, I won't say his name, but he was in a film called Indiana Jones. What a gentleman. What an amazing uh, gentleman. Nice. Like, yeah. And, like the Mission Impossible famous actor working with him, incredible. He, he's just like us now. We'd be sitting and he would sit and, with you and chat with you. And, 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 and this was on this was on the privates. Yeah, yeah. Private footage. He didn't, yeah. Give, he didn't give me a tip. Brilliant. He gave me a can of vegan diet coke because Coca-Cola invented oh. Coca-Cola just for him because it's vegan. Yeah. Wow. And that's the kind Did of you keep it or did you drink it? So I, don't oh, it work. I don't want that. It's vegan. I want it full fat. Look at me. Do you think I got this fat by drinking vegan? It's quite reassuring. You could have uh, done your Mars bar. Sorry, come in, Alex. I was saying it's quite, quite reassuring to hear that, mate, because... Um, again, mentioning no names, I, I remember doing, you know, doing a flight, working on the upper deck, with one of the other male cabin crew and a famous singer, again, from a 60s band, beginning with the letter W, uh, ending in the letter O with one word in between. Um, and it was exactly the same <laughs> as, you, as you, you described, literally saying, what would you like to eat, sir? And he'd, be turn, he'd turn to his wife and go, tell him that I would like the steak. And you're like, okay, well, that's really weird. And then it would be like, you know, what yeah. would you like to drink? So tell him I would like the Cabernet. And I was like, it's, it's clearly me. Let's get the other person working on the upper deck to go and serve him. Yeah. Same deal. And I was like, clearly it's a male thing. Let's get one of the girls to go and serve him. Same deal. And I just thought, just like you said, everyone's brought up in a certain way. And mm -hmm. you just think, even if you've been dragged out of the gutter, you can actually acknowledge somebody. And, yes. and again, like you say, no matter how tired you are, I remember having a certain Irish talk show host um, 
Oh, that, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Same seat, and he was at, had his show in America at the time. Sat in one A, and I literally about three times. I think he flew, and he he wouldn't even look at me. Didn't even turn. Yeah. And at least the other guy looked at me. This guy wouldn't even look at me, and I just thought that's so weird. And you, you know what it's like. And, and manners cost nothing. No. And even when you're doing, you know, like say job that Trev does now, and you, you literally have to say, <laughs> we've got get you off the aircraft early. You've got somebody meeting you at the door. We'll transfer, you know, no acknowledgement whatsoever. And you're just like, you're actually screwing up the whole procedures here that I have to deal with. <laughs> so I thought we to hear that. Alex, <laughs> Alex, if you if you ever tried brushing your teeth every now and again, people <laughs> might engage. People might well, engage with you a bit more. After a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> It's that passenger morning, Brent. Oh, no. Oh, 24-7 oh with Chisnell. <laughs> I actually forgot about that as one of like, is it flying so glamorous? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need water. Straight off through rest. Straight in the cabin. How long were you at the private airlines for then, Stephen? It was just for one year. Um... So, and then you got fired after you flew with the. Yeah, they, they, fired, they fired me. Um, <laughs> yeah, get out! <laughs> so now I star in one of her dance videos. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was one year, and in my heart of hearts, I kind of wanted it to go on. But I learned from my SEP training days about what safety was and what was and wasn't legal. Now. Um, I won't say who I did work for, but I do know that laws were broken and rules were broken. You can bend a lot of rules, but when I saw safety was out of the window, gone, for example, mm. um, that's like you'd go to the directors and say, this is wrong, this needs to change. They didn't want to hear. But then after, like, we used to call it Moaning Monday because every Monday morning I would go in and tell them what they'd done wrong, saying this yeah. is illegal, this is illegal. Not that I wanted to be this somebody, but I knew aviation law because my SEP was amazing. What I what I was taught, um, like gun laws, for example, you couldn't take a gun onto the airline that I worked in. In the private sector, they you would speak to people and say, "No, no, I'll just keep my gun with me," and it was that different. <laughs> oh, jeez! Wow! Yeah, you're all you right. Never, like there, for example, um, <laughs> okay someone owns a jet and they could walk out and they could all just have guns just showing and they can no x-rays no screening no nothing and off they walk onto that plane and but if i rented that jet from that person i would have to be screened but i could still take that gun with me it, it's a completely completely different world and going back to what you say about the one year when it did come up i did want it to carry on but on the other side of the coin it wasn't the aviation I was used to, but it was the aviation that I learned to adapt to. Yeah. Which I've learned is an amazing industry to get into. Now, I'm not saying that I'm the top knowledge person in the world or certainly not the most handsome person, but people who would like to get into the private sector, do you know what? I really want to swear now, but you know what? Do it. <laughs> do you know what? Apply for it. Do not think that you're not good looking enough or you're not pretty enough or you're too fat or you're too old. It doesn't matter. Apply for it, you know. Good. And do it. And, and if you get turned down, you get turned down. Keep going. Some of my friends applied for 30 private jet companies before they even got an interview because 
that's just how it is. A girl I know from America, she's on $70,000 is her basic wage, plus trip mm -hmm. allowance now. And wow. she was knocked back time and time again. And she's this thin, young, petite girl like in her 30s. <laughs> so it, it's if you don't believe in yourself, just keep doing it. Like That's mm. how I've ended up where I am now. I never believed that I would be where I am now mm -hmm. if I was to look at my 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 cv or my education or like my yeah. weight you know so where are you now then steve that's the, what are you what are you what's your job title now i'm an air excuse me i'm currently an air traffic control assistant because i haven't passed my courses yet well mm. all of the courses you need to be qualified shall we say there's a lot so of I'm them right yeah yeah um right i i I even hoovered up today because I didn't know how this camera thing was going to pan out. I think my window. It's not on the carpet, love. You're all right. I am going to show you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am in my spare room, but like. He's not on the carpet yet. All of them there. Wow, look at that. That's bigger they're than an SCP manual. Isn't it? Yeah. They're my, they're well, my notes God. that I took for six months. Wow. Six and I'm 11 months in for six uh, months. I mean, really, it, it is one of the most dangerous and um responsible jobs in the aviation industry right you're literally taking care of every single plane around around your bare sky i wouldn't say it was dangerous but it, it is well it is if you sneeze or you know it is, go to the it is for us it is for you when you're living under luton aircraft i go on flight track and i'm like simon's on that one do you know what let that one go. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> but, um, oh, is that that bird from I... that, that girl band now? Nah, let her, let her go. <laughs> I'll teach her. <laughs> Look at me now, woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should have respected my night in IP of iTunes. Simon's collapsed. Um, well, like the first that. exam that you have to do is a two-week exam, and that's um, at the Met Office. You do a week down in, oh, forgive me, um, somewhere in Exeter, and then I don't want to die in here. Um, and then you go to Belfast to do another course, and just that weather course alone is two and a half thousand pounds. Wow! Then Did you have to pay for yourself? Some air traffic controllers were. I've landed on my feet where I work. They see people who they think have got potential and they invest everything. So they've paid for it. That's really Steve, some Steve some Cumbria EMP and two and a half grand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Two and a half grand? That's what I... <laughs> what? I mean, I mean so yeah. to be crude as well, though, but the wage potential for an air traffic controller is massive, right? I mean, it's pretty pretty decent. I mean, you, yeah. you're talking more than more than the old captains getting... Uh, a, ba if you a, get basic, a basic wage at Heathrow is, um, is roughly about £80,000. Wow. When it comes to overtime... Mm. you can tell them what you want to be paid per hour because you can't shut his need you. and if they and if they haven't got any staff they'll pay it to come in so yeah. that comes down to like where airlines have to then cut costs because air traffic control is so expensive so taking away that amenity kit off an airline to pay their landing fees and their stand mm -hmm. like when i was on the ground it was 300 pounds a minute if your aircraft was late moving off a stand Jeez. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much it was at Luton, but Heathrow, I, 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 I don't know. It's a lot of responsibility.
So Paul Edge has asked, and I think it's probably the right way to go for this. But so is there like a, a basic standard of education that you need to get into this? Because it's quite Hello, a specific Paul. job, isn't it? Yes. Hi, Paul. Thank you for that question. Um, right. I'm not going to lie. As Simon said, I'm from Cumbria, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everyone from Cumbria. Um, not all, everyone. I, I love it. Yeah, I, don't apologise. <clears throat> um, I left school with um i think my highest grade in gcse was c and that was for science and my maths was good as well and i did like outdoor education i learned how to build fires and eat a camel right but um there's a lot of them in cumbria <laughs> yeah loads <laughs> um but the, the my education was basically was i did gcse's passed all of this and then i I think it was like life experience and the knowledge that I'd learned from aviation. That's mm. what got me to where I am because they saw potential in me. But I don't have any degrees or I haven't been to college or university. I work with two guys now. One of them was a squaddy. Um, he was based out in Afghanistan. And the other guy, um, I can't remember what he did, but he just said, I want to go into air traffic control. And they're there now. And you do the courses you do your met course first then you do your tower course and your approach course and those two courses are twenty thousand pounds each four months wow. long and then you're in this room with just screens all around you where you are tested and that's like what you do these courses and then you qualify so you don't have to be now i'm not saying anyone on this group or anyway is stupid or they wouldn't be able to do it but Again, it's if you want to do something, mm. and if you're willing to put yeah. the work in and learn, well then you know what? It's commitment, it. right? Yeah, you've got, yes. you've got, you've got to yeah. want this. I think because the amount of work yes. that you have to put in to, to be successful in it and to get even just to get the job, yes. you've got to want it Thank and you've got to be committed. Thank you so much for just that comment. That is, that, that's a really that means a lot to to myself that you said that because it, it you're saying that i've actually done that yeah um and it, it it was it still is hard and i still learn every day um for example if there is a thunderstorm or there are certain types of fog and mist and haze with different codes and alphabet and you're like what is and you mm. still have to look you still have to look at your notes and and which is allowed you're not expected to know everything well like when you do an sep exam you, you are allowed to what what's this type of rain like there's five types of rain and it's like hmm. to me it's like it's raining or it's not like in cumbria we put our washing out <laughs> in it right <laughs> <laughs> but you 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 look at your notes and you're like okay this is what it is and that's what that kind of like different types of wind to when we said NOTAMs, for example, out to aircraft, these are, you may have seen them on board, what the pilots look at, and they're just jumbled letters and words, and you, you know, what on earth does it say? And now I can write them. I know how to do it because yeah. I had it in me. I will learn this. I can do this. So it wasn't about my education yeah. 20 years ago. It's no. about the willing to yeah. want to do it now. So, so Paul, thank you yep. for that question. Yeah. Uh, Alex, you've got some more oh, questions. Yeah, right? Stephen. Um, Here's a question. So how much of your work do you take home with you? Because I think one of the beauties that everyone probably agree with being crew is that you literally 
left all your cares and your worries at the aircraft door, literally. And you, you, you know, you in the aircraft the... door, I would put it in the trash compactor on final descent. <laughs> <laughs> it would be gone. Uh, <laughs> um, like the, the thing is, where we are, we are such a small team and we have lots of flying schools um, who are constantly, I need this flight, I need this slot, I need to do this, I need to do that. And it was constantly changing. So while um, everyone got coronavirus and we weren't allowed to play out, we still had to work. But we had an amazing roster where it was two on, four off. So mm. you would be booking in all of these students wow. on your nice. days off. Oh, but my colleagues would then be te texting me, what's this flight? What's that? But you never put your worry home because it was you have to, by law, you have to have breaks in aviation, excuse me, in air traffic control. Mm -hmm. So right. you can then go off. And the first thing you do is you pick up your phone and look at some crap on Facebook. Look at someone moaning because they're cat shit in a frigging cupboard or something, you know, <laughs> anything to distract you from your job, to go back to normality. Yeah. And then you Lighten come the back in again. Yes. And then you come back and you're like, okay, you have your briefing and then you carry on. But um, there's, there were days where you would bring it home and you would sit and think, did I do this? Should I have done that? Not in like a dangerous way, but you, you do think about the whole day, what you've done. Like, mm. oh, you could book one aircraft to land here knowing that there's another one, what should have been 10 minutes out. And then you're jiggling their strips around trying to pass it to my controller who then they are they're like terminator when it comes to to it they're <laughs> like bleep 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 and they just make it work and it is incredible what my seniors who i'm because we have two desks and i'm on the back desk because you know i'm new um, when you watch what they do with all of their knowledge and skills that they've learned to keep airplanes apart and because we're digital now, we can zoom into something like 15 miles away at objects, and they can wow. tell when an aircraft is not a thousand feet apart. Wow. And that is incredible. You know, mm. it, it's like, yeah. how do they do that? Steve, I want to know uh, because you're literally the first digital airfield in, in, in the UK. Yes. Is your training very much different to other air traffic controllers because it is digital? Is there an ex extra thing you have to, you have to learn? Yes, Trevor. Well, when I first started at Cranfield, we were in the old tower, which was from like the 40s where Cranfield originally opened. And people still laugh at Cranfield now, say like, oh, it's just a field. But it is actually an international airport in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and we were in the 1940s tower up until mid-march where we you, you can look at an aircraft out of windows so you could visualize aircraft where are they what are they doing how high they are and then when you go to digital tower you do have training you have like it's in-house training you're signed off and you have to then try not to because if, if i'm looking at the digital tower here there are windows just like over your shoulder but you're encouraged not to look at them so where was mm. that plane? You huh. constantly just look at this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where to, to start off with was very strange because you were in a dome, you're in a dome like this with screens around you and an aircraft is taxiing along Alpha here. It goes off screen and immediately appears there on your <laughs> other side. Yeah. Uh, 
You've got to switch your brain around, right? Yeah, yeah. And I did, I did count today actually, because I thought in case you wanted to ask or no, I that was my next for, question. Yeah, twenty-nine screens we have wow. um, around us, wow. and I've got wow. six here, and then six in front of me, and then there's another two over here with three little monitors, which um, are for pressure, yeah. for wind, um, all of these different things like QFE and Q and H and things. Bon, yeah. Trevor, sorry. Yeah, Steve, I was wondering with with all this technology, it, it, it's very high, highly advanced. Um, but what happens if you come in and trip over the plug? <laughs> <laughs> Only you do that, Trev. You get fired. You Tea and biscuits. Your head Yeah, there will be no biscuits. Is there an extension lead? Yes, there is for next. Uh, we, we use all their electric. Anyone? Oh, I uh, see. Funneled through. Um, well, wine, I, if I, I say, get a, um, I get a word. He's, he's trying to order wine in his little camper van. Like, <laughs> sorry, what's your question, love? What's your yeah, question, sorry. love? Garçon, garçon. Oh, are, are we ready? Right, here we go. Listen, this question has ten parts. <laughs> <laughs> so just sit back, relax. Crack open another bottle of Prosecco, Stephen. Here oh, we go. Listen, I want to be South African. I, go on, man. Got... <laughs> I know, I know on, you man. like. I know you like. So I know you like the South Africans better, son. Yes. What? <laughs> I just asked you, man. Yeah, said, no, all right, man. Yeah, right. Hang on, then. Right, listen. We've got loads of people piling in. I swear to God, yeah, we've yeah, got go on, loads yeah, go of people watching tonight. Go on. Okay. I'm talking. I know. Right. Listen. Get on with it. Oh, oh, he's gone now. He's bending. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh, the timing. The timing, oh, the of timing it. was very good. That I have to perfect. say. Uh, that's that's good because I want to ask you a question. That wasn't even me. That wasn't even me. <laughs> wasn't it? Well, I thought that was comedic <laughs> timing <laughs> down to the. <laughs> while we wait for him to come back. Can I ask you a question, Stephen, while I'm waiting for him to come back? The audience has gone up. How. With your breath. Because like, you hear so many sorry. things as crew. Do you have to have a break every certain amount of time? Like, how long can you go without a break? Because it must fry your brain looking at all these Two screens. Two hours. Two hours. That's a long time. Um, yeah. It is a long time. But, like, with, with the Rona at the moment, we mm. there were some days you'd have two flights in a day. But one day, a lad who I work with, because we were all in teams, and me and George, and we had 40 aircraft movements in one day, which yeah. is a lot anyway for our small little airport. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, but... but the skies are still open, right? Because, I mean, the other day I looked, I, I saw a plane, I thought, oh, that's weird, and looked on flight yeah. radar, and it was Kuala Lumpur to Bournemouth. Yes. Bournemouth, oh, massive. Some penicillin if they're going to Bournemouth. Easy, <laughs> easy. So, uh, so, yeah, the skies are still open, aren't they? Where's They are. And, and one thing which I didn't Somehow. even think about in, in aviation was there are different types of sky. Which sounds really oh. bizarre, as we so the ground here, and then this part of the sky is called G space. So we control this, and then above it is another type of sky, and so forth. And it goes higher and higher, and everyone has different sections of oh, sky wow. to look after. Outer space—that's really what Simon could look after. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Simon could look after outer space. <laughs> what was your question, Lou? Oh. Yeah, go on, Simon. Oh, amazingly. <laughs> 
Oh my god, right. I'm I'm yeah. so not touching anything from now on, okay? Yeah, what happened? Even you, that Stephen. Before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, somebody created an earthquake. Somebody created an earthquake in the Scottish borders, knocked my phone over, and then that wiped me off the face of this duck. The duck came, attacked me, and that was it. It had nothing to do with the gallon listen. of red wine you've had today. Go on then. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing. Oh, right, listen. 20, we, we've had so many people piling in, Steve. I'm not joking, I swear to God. Everybody's loving what you've got to say. Uh, they're absolutely you, in hysterics. It's like... Not not just be, not just because of your personality. They're absolutely like intrigued about your stories and uh, just like well, the experience Simon, that you've gone through. The loving. Who's watching this, Simon and um, Trevor, have both been on the phone to me today, telling me not to swear. So <laughs> I'm really haven't. consciously thinking about this because this Hello. is the hardest one hour of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the police, oh you've the police done, have been on the phone. The bouncers. Hey, you've done, and and all the things that you do as well, like online as well, with your different events and your quizzes and all that. Listen, you know you've got nothing to worry about. This is just this is just having a bit of banter, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, but this listen, is a very calm. Listen, day. silence. Yeah. Silence. Yep. Right. Questions are coming. Right. Okay. If you don't answer these questions, you're getting out of the briefing room and you're not flying on this twenty night Antigua, where the allow the allowances. <laughs> Of fifty thousand dollars. So there you go. There's your pressure. Listen, I've had people. There's uh, there's guys. There's guys who's flown with you, right? We've got. I've been asked to ask you about Trev the Cat. Trev Cat. Tell me about Trev the Cat. <laughs> yes. Me. What What's all this about? No, it's right, not well, him. Got... He's oh, Trev the Rat. Who's Trev Cat? Fill the, my fill the audience in what Trev Cat is. No, well, my, right. and? my cat is called Trevor, um, and he's got his own Facebook group, and it's called The Adventure. I, I knew I was going to plug him today. It's called The Adventures of Trev Cat and His Humans, and I found him as a broken, ruined little kitten out the back, and he had a broken tail, and he was dying, and we looked at him, and my boyfriend was like, throw it outside. Come back off your four-night San Francisco. If it's still there, we'll keep it. Be, well, it'll be dead. Right, we can keep it in the garden. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we managed to take Trevor in and look after him. And he's a very boisterous cat. And everyone in the village like has the windows and doors open. He goes in. He's been in someone's house down the wow. road and jumped on them, smashed their TV. Um, it's just like wall. Trevor on a on a Lagos fight. Just really. like Trevor on a Lagos. Um, <laughs> and, Every time that something happens with Trevor, I write it on the page. Like last night, I came in and wow. I was really drunk and. Then after I go to bed, he's actually thrown up and he's really poorly. So we're taking him to the vet soon because he's mm. it, so like, oh, yeah, how you doing? But he's just laying on the bed and he's like lifting him up and he's just, yeah. so we know something oh, wrong. So. But that's who Trevcat is. So if you want to follow Trevor, go on Facebook, The Adventures of Trevcat and His Humans. Boom. Yeah, yeah Steve, oh, yeah. Steve, Steve how, how did he get that name? Did I fly with you too much? To <laughs> I just looked at this furry little pussy laying in front of me and I thought, that reminds me of someone I know. Trevor. <laughs> also, we've got uh, can you remember can you remember a fella called John Deacon? Yeah, yeah, I remember Johnny yeah, John yeah. Deacon. Top man, top man. Yeah, top I man. Asked him yeah. Support the dodgy football club. I'm asking you, that. Stephen, because he's saying he's saying he's saying it's absolutely brilliant to see you, Stephen. He says fond memories. I think fond's a little bit uh, 
careful, isn't it? Fond memories <laughs> of post-training pints in the Foresters. You know, in oh, the Foresters. Oh I don't know God. what he's got up to <laughs> there. Foresters. <laughs> I was thinking it was one of the other San Francisco trips. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't. Don't do that with your face when you say that, please. <laughs> we lost Trev. Oh, Trev's we lost off. John. Oh, my God. Trev's had an earthquake as well. Hey! I'm sorry. Probably jumped into someone's room to smash the, their the TV. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we've got, we've, listen, we've got loads of people. We've still, we've had such a high amount of viewers <laughs> and they're still there watching and honestly, mate, there's so many people who watch this afterwards who obviously haven't got time to watch it live. It's it's absolutely soaring. Like, you know, you're you're like Thank you, you as our you, special guest on tonight. You're like bees. And not just crew. <laughs> you're you're doing an awesome job. Well, thank you everyone for watching. Um I, I don't really I, I'm glad that you all are, and I hope that I'll give you some sort of inspiration to think I've only because flight centers are tarred with that bush. Well, you're only a flight attendant. No, mm. no. We all know that we're not. And mm. I'm glad that everyone who is watching, I'm giving, hopefully giving inspiration to. It doesn't matter if you've had a crappy education or you were brought up wrong. Um, if you believe in yourself mm. and, and and you can force yeah. yourself not to swear, like I say, the hardest hour of my life today. Um, <laughs> do whatever well, he's you want. Stephen, he's do. one for you, right? I don't know. I don't know if you remember Kelly Rimmer. She was one of our buttes. Uh Absolutely gorgeous girl. Uh, dad was Jimmy. Used to play for Aston Villa. Won many European Cup in 1982. Winners medal. Absolutely stunning. Right. Anyway, she, she's saying, listen, and um, we we echo all of this. Right. You listen. You should be very, very proud of everything that you've achieved, Stephen. She determination, believing in yourself. Uh, it really does pay off and well done. Aww. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, lots oh lots of comments like thank that, yeah. here, to be honest with you. Well said, Kelly. Right. Oh, Kelly, thank, thank you. Mm -hmm. Stephen, can I ask you, <laughs> if anyone's going to um interested in, to, in doing air traffic control, what would you say their next step would be? Good question. Or their <laughs> first step would be? Um, there is, um, if you wanted to... Uh, uh, to really get into it and if you're committed you can actually do the meteorological course yourself down in exeter but like i say it is two and a half grand mm. and that doesn't include your accommodation and your accommodation in belfast but if you can get that qualification under your belt first mm. then you can approach say nats or cranfield or luton cambridge the, the smaller airfields yeah, get that qualification, and then you can go. Even if they're not even recruiting, just apply. We have yeah. it all the time. People are asking, "Can we come and work for you? What What's the criteria?" But with that qualification under your belt, it really does push you on the good Get side. The front because, of the queue. Yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a big out. believer that you need to invest in yourself sometimes. And something sometimes yeah. something might seem like an awful lot of money, but that you'll get that money back. 
because yes. you were at the front yes. of the queue for the for, for the the check the paycheck at yeah. the end there exactly. yeah because we've, we've had some emma walker works for atsa in guernsey so you know nice. that's right. members out there and it, and i mean and there's a guy andy tudor and if you remember him he works in oh, bournemouth cool. he he works as air traffic control then he's done amazing since he left um the airline well, andrew if you're down at bournemouth you'll know a certain um flying school with one letter and then the number after it don't you just love looking after them works down down by me then in their traffic do i know him yeah, i'm not i didn't hear what you said i'm sorry what's that alex I said, who's that? Did you say Andy Tudor works down Andy here? Andy Tudor, yeah. He used to be cabin crew uh, mm. for the airline we was, used to work for. And, yeah, he's he's done amazing. He's he's like, he's pretty high up in the air traffic control down in Bournemouth now. I might ring him next time. You I'm probably do speak to him. Press a button. I've probably spoken to him. Pretty high up. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I bumped into, do you remember Mark Meaning? He left to become a pilot. Yeah. I bumped into him, like, in an Indian restaurant oh, down here. I remember he him. A training oh, captain down here in Bournemouth. <laughs> All he can afford is an Indian. Eight quid. Don't deny special. Don't deny special. Steve, I was going yes, yes, to ask. Because ATC has gone, has gone digital, um, what, what's it like? Not, in not, that? not everywhere. No, no, no. But that's what I mean. You are the first. So obviously this is going to be the future of aviation or uh, as mm -hmm. I see it. Um, is this part of the research project for uh, Cranfield University? And the reason I say that, because it is quite a darkened room. I mean, Ali knows this because she's used to spending time in a dark padded room. Uh, anyway, so Simon. On the weekend, Charles, don't we're, talk about uh, that. No, no, no. We're, we're talking about your Harry, your Harry Potter. But... Um, your little Harry Potter house. The, um, but, My what? Your Harry Potter <laughs> under the stairs. Is that a euphemism? That is a euphemism, yeah. I, I am acknowledging this. Yeah. The wizard's sleeve. Right. <laughs> it's magic, I tell you. <laughs> the wizard's right. sleeve. Enough. <laughs> right. This is TV gold, this is. TV oh, no. gold. Um, oh, so, gone. <laughs> And Simon, so you, you're, you're in it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Ali's vision of her dark padded room out of here for one moment. But you, you're, what's the atmosphere like in a, a, a room full of screens, knowing it's not the real world? Do, do you right. still get the? Do, do you get to go over that connection rather than looking at the control tower? This is what I'm. I'm not looking at the camera because I'm actually. Um, I'm just getting a photograph up on my screen. On my phone, uh, uh, so I can show you all in a moment. And oh yeah! Oh, you, you are in the <laughs> oh, hello. Vogue, 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 Vogue. Screenshot oh, that. God, I'm so, you've got. Uh, it's a wizard, Harry. It's a. It, I'm, I'm just. I'm just keep thinking. It's a wizard. Has a Harry? I've got it. <laughs> That was slithering, that was. That was slithering that did that. Right. Okay, back on track. Back on Back on track. It's a woman. It's a woman, Harry. Harry. Harry, it's a woman. So Steve, so Steve, Steve, you're um Right, okay, so what is the connection like with the outside world rather than looking at these screens? 
I mean, do you get just use the screens or because it's not never going to be quite the same, is it? Do you know what you watch in the films? Now there's there's people coming and going, and like our manager's office is right next door to it. He's such a lovely manager. He's so relaxed. He's actually laying down like he's like a caterpillar. Honestly, he just comes in, <laughs> just pat him on the head, and off he goes. But it's, he's watching tonight. We have windows. We have windows. Like <laughs> well, a nice caterpillar as well. I sent him a link. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm you are, I love you dearly, my friend. Thank you. Um, when, when have you ever partnered a caterpillar? And on next feature. It's for his own good. Uh, right. so, Simon, own Brave, good. Si Simon Brave. <laughs> Anyone, <laughs> I think ev everyone who, um, everyone who's seen like films and TV sees like you in this darkened room with like a little round blip 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 blip. It oh. isn't like that at all. Is, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It isn't like that at all. Um, because it, I, I'm going to hold my phone up there. Excuse yeah. me, right? Oh. You got to put your lock on. Is, yeah. Like my seats. Well, I don't even know how to do that, Trevor. It took me yeah. what two hours to ask how to get this link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah your aeroplane's fine. And don't you, worry. And you're yeah. working for digital ATC. That's, that's yeah. my little office here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I still can't do the printer. Um, it, it's bigger than Ali's. It is, it is nothing like what you see on the on on the films. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ali's room. There I was I in Ali's room on the films. It's Thank nothing you. like on the films. That's <laughs> my yeah. That, oh yes, that's my office there. So there's yeah. the screens at the back. The screens why, why is in the middle I, and the screens. Why is Alex in your office? Thing. Yeah, it must feel like you're playing a computer no, game. Right. Honestly, Alex, it is. It is like what the first time I walked in there, I was like, "Wow, this is like Star Trek." And hmm. we haven't got like. Because Saab invented all this technology, which started off um, in Scandinavia somewhere. Um, and then we got it uh, back in the room now, Simon. All better. Yeah. All good. Crack on, on mate. Go on. Good lad. You're gold. Go on. Go on. Um, so, um, all I can think about is Tenement now. Sorry. <laughs> so, this technology is crazy amazing. Like, we've got it where. If you imagine your iPad is this big, but times that by 10, and we've got this system, we haven't actually got it integrated yet, but I can write out a flight strip, let's say BA123 to Istanbul, and I can, rather than printing it and walking around, giving it to, you can like flick on the screen and it sends it to the air traffic controller next to you. That's Iron Man. Their control. <laughs> it's just, it is just like that. You're like, <sighs> but we haven't got that integrated yet. Um, <laughs> like I'm not saying we have the most expensive package, but we haven't got the cheapest. We've got a really top yeah. of the range one. Even Windows 98. Down at Heath. Yeah, Windows 98. <laughs> um, even if you're one of the Heathrow, first, you're the first stations to be doing this. Does this mean that you've got the opportunity, perhaps, when it starts going out to further afield? You've got all of this opportunity in the world for yourself because you're experienced in this digital ATC. Yeah, and it could mm. be that, in effect, like no. NASA Heathrow, they have a version of what we've got, and we were first, and they weren't happy. I'm not going to lie. Um, and <laughs> ours, ours is tremendous. But let's say five years down the line, let's just say Manchester, for example, they invest in this type of technology. 
Not that I mm. would leave Cranfield because I, I feel like it's my little baby now and we're helping it grow. And touch wood, there's a lot which could come potentially in the very close future to make us expand even <clears> bigger, um, like with the private jet sector. But if Manchester yeah. took on that technology, I could, or one of my colleagues, we could be like, okay, well, we could go to Manchester and train, for example. And I do, it's one thing I do love, like when you flew and you had your new little one and they've got all the little shiny mm. wings and the uniform still fits and the makeup's terrible because they still haven't learned and they haven't been to, uh, <laughs> and no, they haven't been to LA and bought good makeup yet and they look like RuPaul <laughs> Drag Queen, right? But you develop yeah. and you learn, right? And then, you flew with Simon on his inaugural, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Stephen. You've still got you've got so much potential still. Like there's still so yeah. many more adventures in your future. Yeah. That's the awesome. reason, it, it, it isn't like I'm now just I'm stuck in a room looking at a screen. It, yeah. it's venturing out because we're expanding our private jet business now, which my director and the airport manager have both invited me to come along and said, Would I run it? Would I get this business up and running yeah. and look after the private jet side of things? So I will fade away from air traffic control, but I know that I actually won't. I know I'll still be in there doing my little bit when, as and when, but I'll be looking after business jets again. And our fees are a lot cheaper than other airports and people are really interested in coming in. So I'm now looking That's after amazing. private jets again while still <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, I can help them fly off to wherever they need to be on their, on their cheap line run. Stephen, following on from that, actually, I was going to ask you um, just just to spite Simon, actually, because he's got his hand up more than any other yeah. reason. To be honest, with you. okay, I, I, but, I get um, that. I get it. But the, but the question was, uh, where, where do your ambitions lie then? Have you, have you thought about mm. you know people say you know one year plan, three year plan, five year plan? I don't know. Just like you know, what are you thinking? Oh, oh gosh, options. Well, that's clearly a, got options, man. That's quite a challenging question because. Where I am, I'm, I'm still wrapped up in this little bubble, if I'm honest, that um, I'm really proud of what I've achieved. Yeah, I think you should, I have, you should And be. I have actually, like, thought bigger, like, in the long term. of Like, I'm 40 now. I haven't thought what I'll do when I'm 50 or 60. Hopefully by 60 I won't be working. Um, but um, it, it could lead to so many avenues. But um, mm. definitely, I think, hand on heart is... As much as I'm so proud of the aviation industry of ATC, I think and I want to be back looking after the pilots, the crews, the jets, turn around, looking mm. after passengers. And because mm. well, while I'm in this amazing office and I work with an amazing small team who are really friendly, you have to be close-knit in air, air traffic. You can't not like someone because if you're working with them trying to get an aircraft to go or like on its approach to land, you can't be that bitchy queen who's like, mm -mm. you know, you, you, you can't do that. But, Tell him I don't but, want to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what, Captain? You can go around again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was yeah. Beyonce, yeah. wasn't it? That was Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, well, Sorry, did you have a question? Yeah. Go on, Sorry. Sorry. Sorry? Right, listen. Look out for the listen, what, 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 Right, what I'm hearing from you Stephen, it's great, right? Absolutely spot on with so many people who have joined our group, okay? It's like uh, they've flown for so many years and they're kind of thinking that, they're that there isn't anything else to do. And uh, listen, all these stories that we're putting on, 
uh, and all these amazing people that we're getting on, right? They're, they're not just like one-off occasions. Yeah, they are, as they do in the interview, but they're not. It's such a big thing where, like, everybody goes on and becomes a different kind of person. Yeah. They're not, not just being a crew member. You, I mean, you've got to sample a few things. I've done it. Alex has done it. Yeah. You've done it, Stephen. Like after you've left doing the long haul, whichever company you're with, Ali's done it. Leave the fifth. You leave. You think, oh my God, what have I done? Trev's still there, mm -hmm. but he's done it in a different capacity because he's had mm -hmm. he's had the leap of faith, like alongside flying. He still took a gamble with mm -hmm. doing something that he wanted to do. But but the thing is, though, we've still done it. We've still done it. We've still experienced it, and yeah. we've still had to kind of. Like, you know, yeah. go through a few little knocks here and there, you know. It's not been yeah. ideal. You think, oh, my God, what the hell have I done here? Uh, yeah. What the hell have I done? But you kept I, moving I, forward. You kept trying, you know, I and, think, and you, um, got, you got to where you need to be. Yeah, I think um, aviation, I think if you were to join aviation and you do it six months, then you could just leave and you'd move on. But I think after that, I think aviation is kind of, don't really want to go deep and start talking like sex in the city, but I think aviation what? is kind Where, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, you wish. Get yourself back on one of them sex apps, right? <laughs> I can't. 64 minutes. <laughs> and he 64 me. minutes. Boom. I, I, I think with um, aviation, it's kind of like a love life. However long you are yes. in that relationship, it takes half that time to get over it. And I still, mm. I look on Flight Tracker yeah. and I still follow a certain company's airlines around the, their aircraft around the world, thinking that's going from Nigeria, that's coming from Shanghai. Mm. And I and I think who's on that plane? And the friends who I'm still uh, friends with on Facebook, uh, they'll say, "Oh, I'm off to Shanghai," and then I'm watching them and I'm following them, thinking, "Wow, that's that's lovely." I I, I remember that's cool, that. Man. That's you cool. will never, you'll never ever get aviation out of you if you, if you're unfortunate enough to have been fired or made redundant because of everyone's got bloody COVID. Um, you know, don't, don't think that. Oh well, that's it. I can never do anything else again because it's what you true. don't realise in aviation, you don't know what you've learned until you're not flying. Yeah, well, yeah, you're nice to someone yeah. giving them Great a drink. You've got all this. Like I won't say qualification, but this training in in medicine, like Simon's got these amazing qualifications now working as paramedic. Um, but being on an aeroplane is not just about smiling, looking pretty, serving a drink. You learn. You are constantly learning cultures down route. You, how to look after respect to fix something, and all you've got is a bloody plastic spoon and a salt shaker. But you managed to stop a pilot <laughs> leaking with it. MacGyver right? of avian. <laughs> So I'm glad you fixed that engine on that flight. Yeah. Yeah, very we made well, it home, mate. Yeah. We made it home. <laughs> I need to get down the pub and send my fans. Come on, halfway right. across the Atlantic, we were, Steve. <laughs> well done, buddy. So, so I would. I, I know this isn't my channel, and, and you've invited me here, but I would like to say to everyone who's watching who has been laid off or who feels that they need to leave their airline because that it's not for them anymore. Honestly, look, look at me, all right? I'm just this common northern boy from up north, and I believe in myself, right? Even if you have your shitty days where you're like, no, I'm no good at anything. No, you are. Look at me. My, my highest GCSE, like I said earlier, was a C. 
Jesus. And now I'm looking after planes in the sky. You know, I look after famous people all around the world. I've looked after presidents of countries without naming names. One of them told you to put bleach in your body. And I've looked after that person, right? <laughs> no. And I'm just a boy from Cumbria that that grows potatoes in my window box, right? You can be whoever <laughs> you want to be. Just believe in yourself because after flying, there is more. That's that's what yeah. that's what my final thought on people who are struggling would be. David, David, you said your highest GCE I was can't in hear Egypt. Simon, love. Turn into a robot. Which school did you go to? Yeah. I'm sorry, say that, Simon, I can't sorry, hear you. Can you hear me? We can now. We can now. Right. You hear us now, Stephen, right? You said, you said your highest GCE was in Jesus? What? A C. Was it was a C. It was a C. C. I said it was a C. G. What should we use? Gee whiz! Why do you use that rag that you're wearing to clean your to clean yeah. out your ears? That rag will clean them out real good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been so good to hear your story, yeah. Steve. Do you know what? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Steve. I'm actually getting I'm actually getting messages pinging from the yeah. top now. Do, do, do you know right. what? But we usually. Amazing. Yeah, we usually try and keep this to, to an hour, but your, your stories have been oh, absolutely amazing. And no, I no, didn't no, no. even go for a wee. No, I know. <laughs> and, and well, yeah. Everyone who's watching, I've got to tell you the truth. Yeah. We've had this little keyword and I had to say my Wi-Fi was rubbish, so it meant that I could go for a wee because I'm a really weak bladder. And I honestly, I'll show you now because I don't care. Are Not you your bladder? bladder. bladder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I'm going to show you because Oh, that's full. That's in the sink. Get washed. Oh, have you been peeing in a bottle? No, I haven't uh, needed one. <laughs> oh, uh, Ali does the same. Don't worry, we use this every, every week. But no, Steve, honestly. Oh, I think, stop it! Wow, well, stop it! No, Steve, that's that's been brilliant. I'll tell you what, and I'll, I'll let the viewers know. Stephen was actually a very bit nervous about coming on today, but I'll tell you what, it's, it's been so entertaining. We, we've ran way over time, and it, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's, it's been really, really uh, interesting. And he just proves to anyone, uh, uh, crew, or if you have been crew, you, you yes. can really achieve absolutely mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. And, and this is what this group is, is all about, really. I mean, I, I've had the pleasure of... Uh, working with these guys who I know have gone off to do other things and I've enjoyed every minute it's, it's, it's like being back in the older uh, crew rooms or having a drink after flight honestly I've really loved it it's like Gally 4 it's like Gally 4 not always uh, not, not for those of us who still work for an airline it's most certainly not but I believe that we've finished now haven't we that, like, no no not, or is we still no, 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 it's, it's still live. No, that's called the green room. We, we, we've got that to come yet. Don't, don't you worry. Um, but I was gonna say, it's um, Can I put we're in the green room. Oh, my god, my, god, my air phone's almost done. exploded. <laughs> One at a time, <laughs> right? Um, okay, now we will finish this broadcast, uh, yeah. soon. But I was just say, you, you have given hope to a uh, a lot of people, and people are really going through it. And, they do feel alone, honestly. When you're not always with crew, you think, is, you know, what's going to happen to my job? Uh, and this is a real way to get to ever get. Oh, I, say that I know we've had a massive uh, influx of uh, members th th this week alone. And the new one was coming on, mate. Yeah. Oh, this was it. This was it. <laughs> Next week will be shut down, done, it, closed. 
it's all about Steve. It's all about Steve. So no, we're ended. So we're, we're going to the green room and, and, and carry okay. on. And I want to hear the prop, the proper names and the proper stories of the people you looked after. Oh, because I've got no shame. I would say no, 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 no. You told me I couldn't even swear. Bollocks, do I? No, you can't. Before I do go, right? Yeah. I know this is um this isn't all about me. This is a group thing that we're on, and I know that I can't give out my details or anything like that. But um, I do hope that I might have been able to inspire someone. Like when I did Mount Everest three years ago. No, four years ago, my slogan was to inspire other people, to help other people. And I stand by it. And if people who are watching this tonight want to ask me questions or if they yeah. even just ring up or, or yeah. like message me like, I'm feeling really shit. I hate what my life's becoming. I, I would more than happily, honestly, strangers, people I know, please message me, ask a question. Um, have a yeah. moan, you know, and I'd be more than happy to do it because... That's what flying oh my does, God. you see. I, I don't even know people Thank I anyone. would support with somebody. And I, and I stand by listen, If anyone wants listen, to man. ask up. Go listen, down. Stephen, this is, this is, listen, this is, this is what this actually community does, right? For people. It, it creates an absolute bond. It brings people together. And, mm -hmm. and everyone's got each other's backs. And if we as individuals can help just one other person, uh, it doesn't matter who it is. I don't give a crap who it is. You know what I mean? If we can just help one person in any way, whether it's like mental health, whether it's support emotionally, I know I might sound a bit like, ooh, that's a bit cheesy kind of thing. But if it's employment-wise, if it's career-wise, CV-wise, anything, anything that you can take away from what we do on this show, you know what you're giving to us, Stephen, right now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you can take anything away yeah. from it, just freaking and just gun for it you know what i mean that's what it's all about this is what we're yeah. here for mm -hmm. you know it's and everyone, it's, it's everyone amazing around. to have you on the show thank you very much all right okay yeah. just, before I go, just really quick yeah. as, as usual uh, we go around the room just uh really quick closing comments ali i shall start with you on my bottom right hand side not my bottom obviously but my bottom. <laughs> simon <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, uh, as cabin crew, you've got so many talents, and I'm I'm exactly the same as Stephen. I've had people message me since my interview, and I'm very happy to ever chat to anybody that wants to just talk about how they're feeling or what they might want to do next. We're always here for you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Shelley. Simon, sir. Oh my God, I've, there's been so many people like you've obviously flown with in the past, regardless of which airline you've flown with, and they're all saying hello. My God, what an amazing experience it was flying with you. They had such a great time. Oh, thank you. Thank somebody, you, everyone. I had somebody say that they came down from San Crew Francisco. Rest. <laughs> Someone came down. You came, you came down from Crew Rest, Castro. They came down from Crew Rest and you slapped someone across the face and they ran away screaming. I don't know what <laughs> lady. I'm glad I didn't see that. If I was your supervisor, I'm glad I didn't see that one. But, uh, you know, that, what you don't, that's what you don't see doesn't hurt. <laughs> Right, okay. Apparently, apparently, no, apparently, they screamed because you slapped them. You screamed because the Sawyer obviously slapped them. You they ran away. Tapped. They ran away. And, uh, and, and nothing else was done. Nothing else was, yeah, tapped. Tapped a little tap. And nothing else was done about it. But I tell you what, legendary flight. Legendary flight. Thank you. Thank you. Right. 
Stephen, Stephen, sir, your, your closing comments. Um, I would say I don't want to sound like Mother Teresa or some bloody preacher. I do not. But um, I would like to say to everybody, and I, and I firmly stand by it, is don't think that you're not worth something, that you could never get somewhere, you could never be good enough, that you could never get a job in like air traffic control or you could never be the film producer or you could never be what you want to be <clears throat> stand on your feet and be proud of who you are and fight for what you want to do if someone says you can't then fucking tell them you will right that oh, means I have, to, that long. I, I have to change this is an hour. Episode. no give Ali, <laughs> alex 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 yeah alex so uh, sorry that's right, so don't worry. Oh, sorry, right, it only took 75 minutes. You did yeah. pretty well, dude. 75 minutes is pretty good game with that swearing. Without yeah. a week. <laughs> um, look, uh, this has been another great episode. I mean, what I love about this is every week is just so different and so many inspiring stories. And, you know, what Stephen said, if, you know, Simon, Ali, Trevor said, if this inspires one person, it, we've, we've, we're already doing that. And the more we can do that, you know, I've... Same as you guys had private messages over the last seven, eight weeks from people who said, you know, I have started a business because I watched so-and-so on this episode and I have done this. Ali, you've had that. Somebody said, you know, yeah. I've literally watched you and I've taken the same course that, that you've yeah. taken. Um, so it is inspiring. Um, we'll kind of reiterate what, what Stephen says is that, you know, if, you know, you might be feeling sorry for yourself right now you know all these different emotions and i think we're going to do an episode just on this because there, there is a, you know psychologically i think we were mm. chatting about this Ali, before there is a set of emotions that you will go through when you are made redundant or when you you're, 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 you're faced with these kind of choices um no matter what walk of life that you're in and uh, you know acceptance anger sadness all these kinds of things but it is a great big world out there and it's a lot closer yeah. than you realize a lot smaller these days it, it really is with you know with the advent of the internet and, and social media etc and there's so many possibilities out there you've just got to do something you've just got to start yeah. you know whatever it is yeah, tomorrow you know listen to this episode watch it back you know steven we will literally get 10 to 15 times the amount of people who, who watch this live watching it on the replay wow. um so be prepared well, for I want the royalties. <laughs> well, that's why Trev wants to get it on YouTube because then he, then, then he gets I thought you were going to say Trev wants to get on you as in <laughs> end of sentence you're doing a lot of special effects for that one yeah, that's already that. happened that was 19 <laughs> that was 1999 it was Simon Simon yeah that's right you, you yeah. were the referee you were the referee weren't you Marina <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tagged, I tagged you out. I was in, I was in, out. I tell you what, you, you got a pound in that. Right, right, let's wrap this up now. There might be a bit of editing right. required on this episode. Okay, yeah. right. Um, okay, well, unlike my closing comments, please. Thank you so much. I know we've got a, um, Alex, are we doing another episode on Thursday, a business one? Yeah, let's Just, do it. Yeah, okay, we'll be doing an episode on thursdays for those of you uh, who are looking to start your own uh, business uh it's usually a bit more sensible um than this one um but i've had a really really enjoyable time on this one i think sometimes when you're going through dark times you just need this just to lift the spirits uh mm -hmm. for yourself and for those people that are around you yeah. and do you know modern technology has changed so much that we can actually contact each other like this rather than just sit, sit, sit in a room it's you still haven't got to get it, it's wonderful 
I, I haven't. I haven't. But I've then been again, down the pub today, and you have to text the barman. Can I have Trevor, a drink? No. You're never alone. Yeah, but, That's but, the point. But, but, but Trevor, in modern technology, is not a good mix, is it, Alex? <laughs> well, it's a lot easier without Tre you, Tre you. Trevor, lot. in it's modern easy. technology. Yeah, that's called being in the um, house on your own I with think... nothing switched on yet. It... <laughs> right. <laughs> Final order of business. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Right. Now, though, Stephen, yeah. hasn't been, Stephen hasn't been on before, but those regular viewers will know exactly what the duck means. Now, obviously, we've gone very professional. You see our logo and our ticker tapes. <laughs> Oh my to, god. He paid the third yearly subscription fee. To, to win this duck, <laughs> all I need to know is from last week's episode, you don't even have to watch it. Just guess who had the most ducks in their window. Now it was either myself, it was Alex, it was Simon, it was Jen, and it was Jody. So just put the name of the person, the name of the person, the name of the person, and how many ducks they had. I won't even look. Whoever's got the right ones, you'll win this fabulous streamyard duck. Anyway, on that note, guys, hopefully you'll join us uh, next week for a uh, another episode of a not just true life. But honestly, thank you who for was, watching. Who was a Trev? Who was a Trev? Did we know yet? No, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. Uh, no, I will not even be entering this competition. Uh, anyway, listen. So we're going back to the green room and Ali's and Ali's uh, padded padded room, and hopefully we'll see you next week. And if not, join us Thursday for uh, Ask Alex or whatever the name of his program is. Thank you very much, Ooh. everyone else. Please join us in the green room. Get ready, Ali. Right now. Bye. Get ready, Ali. Well, there you go, and there you have it. I wonder what your uh, thoughts are that. Well, that was a uh, Stephen Elwood, so uh, uh, many thanks to Stephen, and many thanks to you for uh, downloading or listening to this uh, podcast. So, so please uh, join us on the uh, next episode of Not Just Crew. Please contact us at hello you at notjustcrew.me.